Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. For this episode, I want to talk about the warrior and the caretaker. Now, I was having a conversation the other day with an introverted friend, and he was talking about some struggles in regards to attracting a particular woman. And I've always been of the belief that, yes, introverts do, of course, struggle in more ways than extroverts do early on in the chemistry attraction phase compared to later on in the relationship, which we are definitely more suited for, for the most part, because we really enjoy those one-on-one interactions and being present and we don't need all sorts of outside stimulation. But of course, if an introvert can't get his foot in the door, all that rest of that stuff isn't that valuable. Now, I don't want to make this too reductionist. Nothing I say is like, here's how it is 100%. That is not how life works. If anyone is claiming that's how life works, they probably don't have a really great grasp on things or they're trying to sell you stuff. But here's how I look at it in regards to those early stages of getting a woman interested, finding out if she's suitable But more importantly, finding out if she finds you to be suitable. Because if you are into her, but she's not into you, that's not going to work out very well. So introverts do tend to struggle with putting themselves out there, right? So it's about that assertiveness that a lot of times comes from politeness. We're not pushy people per se. We're not loud mouths or anything like that. But at the same time, some of it might come from a fear of saying the wrong thing or also just not wanting to emulate certain, let's just say, extroverted, aggressive behaviors that are like, well, I'm not like that, so I'm going to be the opposite of that. Well, here is the unfortunate reality. Now, again, to preface things, I am in no wise advocating for the aggressive approach. No. I am also not in any way advocating that introverts pretend to be extroverts or even try to be extroverts. No, none of that is true. But we also have to accept the reality on the ground and how these dynamics work. So the way I have broken this down is the we have to both demonstrate as men to women in heterosexual relationships that we have both that caretaker component for sure, but also the warrior component. And I may change these terms over time, but I think you get the gist of what I'm saying already. So at a certain point in time, of course, you want to show, look at how nurturing I am. Look at how good a listener I am. Look at how I can be here for you. I'm going to be faithful and loyal and kind and in touch with my emotions. All of that is 100% positive in my mind and really crucial and in fact does play into those early stages. However, if you are a caretaker but you do not show any of the warrior characteristics, she will probably not be interested. Now like, well, Wes, I know somebody who is actually, a woman is very dominant and the man likes me. Okay, fine. Yeah, of course, there's tons of examples of things count contrary to this. I'm just talking about in general, right? The best rule of thumb to navigate the world. It may not always be true, but this is a thread that runs throughout existence. And to ignore it, you do so at your own peril. So what that means is as an introvert, we need to show that we have the warrior 
capacity as well. And I'm not talking about the ability to kill people. I'm not talking about even showing physical strength per se, more like a strength of character, but also, yes, if the chips come down, that you would be there to defend her. And the question is, how do you show that? Well, a lot of go, oh, just go to the gym and show you have big biceps. Sorry, but a lot of the guys who are in the gym all the time go, go there because they're kind of beefing up uh, an exterior around a very cowardly heart. And I go to the gym, I think it's really important to be in shape, and all of that is really a great thing. And sure, you can show a girl that you've got some big muscles or something like that, but that's not gonna go very far. You actually have to show that you have this in your character. And there are many ways to go about it. There's no one way to go about it. It's really based on your personality type. So I'm gonna give a very strange example of a warrior personality that you would not even think is a warrior personality just to make it so you're not thinking that I'm suggesting some stereotypical, hey, hey baby, yeah, you, this is what we're gonna do and you're gonna be into it, like that kind of crap. That's not at all what I'm advocating for. So Woody Allen, now let's take away his personal life, not interested in discussing any of that. Let's talk about the characters he's played in movies. So basically, he comes across as a very bookish, neurotic New Yorker, right? So he comes from a Jewish background. I come from a Jewish background as well. And the stereotype there is, oh, I'm very self-effacing and I am overly concerned about my health or something like that, whatever. So that is definitely comes across in a lot of the Woody Allen characters. But you know what also comes across? He's assertive. He states his opinions. He says the things that he believes in. He'll also acknowledge his own weaknesses, which is a very, very good sign of strength. People who are hiding their weaknesses all the time are usually weaklings. Like they're, they're, they're cowards. They're not very courageous. They don't want anyone to know. So in that regard, I would say Woody Allen, he speaks up for himself. He, he states his interest in these women, that comes across as attractive in this fictional setting, but still in reality, in real life. And my approach has not been per se the Woody Allen one, but it certainly has not been some James Bond either. It's using humor, which comes naturally to me. So this, this is not something that comes naturally to you. Don't do it. And just kind of storytelling and all sorts of things like that. And in doing so, I can show, look, these are my beliefs. I'm pretty firm on this. I'm flexible on this. Oh, I'm going to disagree with you on some things. The ability to disagree with a woman on things that you hold true, not in a dickish way, not in a way of putting her down, but in a way of just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really that into that, but that's cool if you are. That shows a warrior spirit. There are so many examples I could give of what shows a warrior spirit. And again, not going over the bo overboard, not going over the top, that super cocky stuff. Finally, women have caught on that that's usually bluster. So I wouldn't recommend it even if they didn't catch on, but don't do that. Be true to yourself, but at the same time, realize what, what in your life are you fighting for? What in your life are you willing to speak up in favor of? That isn't just pure egocentrism, right? Like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to stand up for the, for the 
ice cream flavor I want when it's the last one at the end. It's like, yeah, that's not really that cool. <laughs> Something that is actually maybe beneficial to groups other than yourself and also helps you. It doesn't really matter, but what's important is that you can show that you are somebody who can speak up for yourself, who can speak up for others, and who can both contest this woman saying, you know, I, I think I disagree with that. And at the same time, be on her side and be able to protect her in terms of, yes, some literal life and death situation, some violent person comes out of the shadows with a knife. Are you just going to run away crying? Or are you going to try to do something? You need to be able to show that level of backbone. Now, that's a bit of an exaggeration, and that's not going to really happen probably in your life. But some of the character traits that show this person will stand up for me. This person's standing up against me on some issues. And again, not going over the top, not going into some heated political debate, but something like she doesn't like Led Zeppelin and you do. Tell her, oh, well, they're kind of the greatest classic rock band, but that's just my take on it. Uh, they're not for everyone. But notice how didn't, you didn't go, well, you, you know what, they're, I guess they're not that good. You didn't cave. And she may even get annoyed in the interaction, but she'll respect that, right? You, you've got to sometimes be able to have a little bit of that disagreement, that little bit of tension in order to show that you are not a total pushover. And once you have demonstrated these warrior components, now, of course, you can be bringing the caretaker components into it, these are part of your character. You can show that as well. But once she knows that you have the warrior capabilities, then she's going to want to see the caretaker. And the problem is a lot of guys and a lot of introverted guys come into this and being like, I was so accommodating to her. I was, you know, I, I whatever she wanted, I, I did what she said. I, I was passively agreeing with her in all circumstances, whatever she wanted to do. She wanted, I made her do this, all the suggestions. Like I didn't bring up an idea of like, hey, you know what? I think we should get Mexican food. And I would just said, what kind of food do you like to eat? You think you're being nice and you might be, but you're coming across as kind of weak. You, you saying, hey, I think we should, what about Mexican? I know this really good place. You're not forcing her to get a burrito, right? You're just bringing up an idea. And if she's like, oh, I really don't like Mexican. Oh, well, the warrior would say, well, you have to eat. No, that's nonsense. You're not going to be forcing. You're not going to be coercing. You're not going to be manipulating. It's the opposite of that. You're going to be true to yourself in every circumstance. Now, the other component of the conversation I had with this friend is he revealed something about his medical history. Now, this is a tricky subject because you don't want to hide things from people, but at the same time, you don't need to volunteer every aspect of your life that is difficult early on, right? Because I think in this case, what ended up happening is very early on in the dating stage when it was still trying to establish the, what I call chemistry and connection, he brought in I might not be a warrior, and not only might I not be a warrior, I might not be a caretaker. In fact, you might need to caretake me. Now, I'm not suggesting that because you have a, an ailment of some sort or any sort of physical disability or anything like that, that that means you would need caretaking or can't be a warrior. That's not true. 
Uh, I would say probably most people have some issue going on to a certain degree, particularly as we get older. So I'm not saying that, but what, what kind of red flags did that potentially bring up to this woman when he brought it up so early on, when he was still maybe showing whether or not he had a warrior in him? It was basically, if she found out a little bit later, again, don't hide things from people, but if she finds out a little bit later, and again, it, this wasn't a major, major thing. This was just some sort of a medical issue that he had very much under control and would really in no way affect his life or other people's lives, just something he was divulging. But this woman then went on to admit that that was part of the reason why she was not into him. Whether that's true or not, it's hard to say. But basically, she was saying, well, I've had my own medical issues, and I don't want to have to be taking care of someone. Why she jumped to that, who knows? But again, I think the point remains, if if he was bringing this up so early in the stage, he was depicting himself in a certain way, and he was showing, I'm so eager to show you this vulnerable part about me before you know that I'm tough. And that, I think, is the mistake. Not hiding the vulnerability, but the idea of doing it too soon and before showing that you have these other capabilities. So I hope that makes sense to you. This is a new concept that I'm sort of working through, but it has been in my mind for quite some time. And it's why the whole idea of like, I was so kind to her on the date and she just seemed to be put off. It's like, well, you never know what's going on with that. But I do think sometimes being a little too groveling, too submissive, especially if you're faking those qualities, don't ever fake those qualities, right? Think about a friend of yours, right? And thinking about like, he wants to play some video game that you're not into. And you're like, dude, let's not play that. That's the only energy you need to bring to it. You're willing to just say, oh, no. But in this case, you're, I have to please her. That might come across. And maybe the idea of like, I need to show her, I need to reveal all these things about me. It's too much too soon. And it was off-putting to this person. Again, this is just speculation. We never know really what's going on in someone's head. And just because they say they have rejected you for some reason doesn't mean that. This person had also, this woman had also told this guy that, initially that, oh, I just don't feel the chemistry, which that's frankly most of it most of the time and literal chemistry as in a scent that demonstrates whether your immunity is complementary. That's what I'm realizing more and more is, is a lot of actual why people come together. But there are other components as well, obviously. But maybe that's something to think about. Like, am I showing the warrior in me? Not going over the top. But And then also, yeah, am I showing elements of caretaker? And as that progresses, maybe once you become intimate, because she wants to be intimate with the warrior, right? Somebody to protect her, to protect the child in theory, because that's unconsciously at least going on behind the scenes. And then it may actually be consciously going on. Like, well, I'm looking for a father for my child. Once that has been you've made the cut, you can more and more open up and show the vulnerability. So my my speculation is that if this person had shown a little more of the warrior spirit and they had gotten intimate, and then he said, you know, so I have this one physical element, it's not a huge deal, but I just wanted to let you know, and uh, that's that's what's going on. And, and again, it's not nothing contagious or anything like that, but that might have worked out better 
in his favor. And that's the gist of this idea of the warrior and the caretaker. I don't want this to be misconstrued. So much of dating advice, which I find so despicable, is basically all hyper-warrior, almost sociopath, no. And the idea of, oh, you're a nice guy, that's why, no. But overdoing that is not even coming from a truly nice perspective. It almost comes from a manipulative perspective. So if you're show, you're like, oh, look at how, look at how caretaker I am, and really exaggerating all that stuff. That's not really honest either. The ultimate lesson with everything that I learned and try to teach with Introvert Unbound is to be yourself. Nothing about Introvert Unbound is about being something different. It's about being an extrovert. This is really about chipping away all the crap that's built up. And in some cases, it is evolving who you are, but you're still you. This is not about becoming a different person. It's just you haven't unlocked your full potential, and none of us have. And that's an ongoing component of this. But I'm still the same person that I always was. I just learned to work on certain aspects of myself, learn how to just reveal certain aspects of myself and living in that truth has been so much better for me and i hope it works for you and everyone take care hey folks this is wes colton coach and founder of introvert unbound i hope you got something out of the latest podcast and if you'd like to keep up on future episodes be sure to subscribe on podbean itunes or wherever else you found us If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at west at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online consult where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the introvert unbound.